There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. One of the fascinating realizations that I have encountered in traveling the world is a paradox on how different people are in their culture and yet, at the same time, how similar we are in matters of the soul. Cultural differences jump out right away, right? I mean, National Geographic magazine has built an industry writing and photographing the different ways that people wear jewelry or hats or the different kinds of clothing that they wear around the world. There's obviously a huge difference in languages and even in sounds that produce words. I mean, the first time I went to Bulawayo, Zimbabwe, I remember having a list of our Gospel Link supported preachers from that region. And I was doing a kind of a roll call. The men laughed at my American accent off and on. And then I got to a name that I could not pronounce. I mean, I've never seen any word like this guy's name, not even in a Dickens novel. The surname wasn't too difficult. Mabayu. Okay, Mabayu. I, I can say that. It's not English, but, you know, it's pronounceable. But this preacher's first name was spelled with a Q-H. I mean, the Q-H was at the beginning. How, how do I pronounce that? Q-H-A-B-A-M-U-S-A. Okay. Um, I tried to pronounce it stumbling over what QH says. I mean, is it like, a, like an X or a H uh, in the back of your throat? I didn't know. Ksabamusa. Uh, Eventually, my preacher friends helped me out. They said, oh, you mean Kabamusa. What? Kabamusa. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Kabamusa. I mean... <laughs> How would you spell Kaba Musa? Apparently, with a QH for the sound. Now, I found out in the Indibeli language that the word egg is kondo. Now, run out and see if the chicken has laid a kondo. Or, how many kondo do you want in your omelet today? <laughs> but my point being is that the judgment of the Tower of Babel separated mankind for sure. But from that separation came stark and yet beautiful varieties of human expression. Not just in people's names, but in music, art, cultural expression. Then there's food. <laughs> oh boy. 
I have some food stories for you. But when it comes to the souls of people, these are remarkably similar. All cultures enjoy friendship. All cultures observe marriage and family. People from all walks of life are looking for purpose, for peace. People have a desire for freedom in their soul, both literally and spiritually. Every person longs for acceptance. It's as if our dilemmas and challenges all stem from the same spiritual needs. And of course, we know from a biblical perspective that this is true. Jesus encountered a culture difference in John chapter 4 when he visited Samaria. And there at the well, he told the woman that he had water that once imbibed would forever quench thirst. He meant, of course, the thirst of the soul. I believe people around the world need to hear that Jesus satisfies the needs of their soul. Jesus didn't come to change their culture unless it is sinful. But Jesus is the bread of life and every culture needs bread. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Every culture is looking for truth. And Jesus crosses into every culture. Now this, of course, brings me to the ministry of Gospel Inc., in which national people who understand their culture and who can talk freely to their people in their own language, you know, they can say, Kaba Musa. Gospel Inc. believes that these national people who know the Lord Jesus can preach and share his message of salvation and life to their own people. In the village of Kipengeli lived Ziada Kiluka. She lives in Maasai land. And so she is used to bright red clothing and gaudy jewelry. And drinking cow's milk mixed with cow's blood probably does not gross her out. Maybe it should, but it doesn't. She lives in that culture. But Ziada lives in spiritual darkness. Fifty years ago, very few Maasai people professed the Lord Jesus as personal Savior. That has changed. And now thousands of Maasai know Jesus. And the Maasai church in Kenya and in Tanzania has grown significantly. But too many demons are hanging on. And too many people still live in darkness and in superstition. Ziada Kiluka was one such person. And then one day, Pastor Mongo Damiani showed up in the Kipengeli village. He didn't drive in with a large entourage. He didn't come in with showmanship. In fact, Mongo doesn't own a car. <laughs> How many pastors or traveling evangelists do you know who do not own a car? But Pastor Damiani does own a Bible. And he loves Jesus. And he had come to Kipengeli village to teach openly about the plan of salvation. Ziada stood on the fringe of the crowd. She clucked her tongue, rolled her eyes. These preachers, who do they think they are? Nonetheless, she was present when Pastor Mongo finished his sermon and gave an invitation to accept Christ. 
Ziada had heard the word, but she was not in favor of the preacher's ideas. She began catcalling and laughing. In America, we might call her a heckler. But the Africans don't have the audacity to actually confront the speaker. Instead, Ziada went around the periphery of the crowd and laughed raucously and made jokes about this preacher. She didn't laugh long. The evil spirits that gave her ideas of disrupting the preacher's efforts visited her during the nighttime with nightmares and mental torment. You know, in our culture, we might rush Ziada to the ER or try to get her to see a psychiatrist the next morning. But cultures are different. And, the Kip, and in the Kipengeli village, the relatives of Ziada came to the house where Mongo Damiani was sleeping. It was 1 a.m. in the morning. This is a time where all villages are sleeping. So to disturb Mongo Damiani at this hour showed desperation. He came with the relatives, though, to see Ziada. He knelt over her and prayed for Jesus' protection there in the dark of the night. He prayed for Jesus' authority to be stronger than these forces of evil. And to everyone's surprise, the tormentors left. Well, not to everyone's surprise. Mongo Damiani knew that Jesus has given authority to his followers over all principalities and powers. The next day, Ziada was in a different state of mind. Instead of mocking and laughing at the teaching, she came to genuinely listen. And Ziada came forward and gave her life to the Lord Jesus Christ that next day. To the Lord Jesus, who had shown his mercy and deliverance already in her life. Ziada's experience is not an isolated incident. I mean, it doesn't happen every day. But Mongo Damiani is going regularly out into the Maasai villages where witchcraft is practiced regularly and where evil spirits are appeased. At a village called Kinyanwangagi, Pastor Mongo held a discipleship seminar several days in a row. There was a man there named Ngimba from another village, and he too was suffering under the influences of evil spirits. Ngimba surrendered his soul to the Lord Jesus, and he implored Pastor Mongo to come to his village. I mean, these stories that I read from these national preachers remind me of stories that I read about to missionaries from the last century. But these are recent stories. They're happening today in Tanzania. Pastor Mongo went with Ngimba, and eight people gathered at Ngimba's house. Now, this isn't a big crowd. There's no band. There's no fanfare. Eight people. But the question they all wanted to know was, how did our friend Ngimba get deliverance? What would you say? What is your testimony? You know, even if we don't have a sensational story, we know the truth. Could you share that? The truth about the resurrection? That's what Pastor Mongo shared. He told those eight people that the power of Jesus is more powerful than every power in the world. Jesus rose from the dead and all authority is given unto him. 
However, Jesus does not force that authority on us. He invites us to receive him as Lord and Savior. Five of the people accepted the Lord that evening. The other three said that they needed to wait. Pastor Mongo wrote in his report that he is continuing to teach those who decided to follow Jesus and are very happy. Now, Gospeling asks these men to write a section every quarter about their family. We want people who sponsor a preacher to get to know their family, get to know what it's like in their country, you know, their culture. I love the outreach sections of the preacher's reports. But again, because of the differences in cultures, sometimes the family and personal sections raise my eyebrows. For example, Pastor Damiani wrote this in one of his recent reports. This year, 2023, we have managed to cultivate the field and plant corn. I have had a big job to protect the farm so that the crops are not destroyed by monkeys. One day I was a little late to go to protect the farm. As soon as I arrived at the farm, I found a group of about 50 monkeys destroying the crops. To be honest, the damage was so great it made me cry. I chased them away with great difficulty because there were many of them and the big monkeys wanted to attack me. This is a bad day. I mean, I don't know what kind of struggles you're having. Maybe your car is leaking oil in the driveway. Uh, maybe you're, you have a garden and the deer eating the blossoms off your tomatoes. I don't know. Maybe you have obnoxious neighbors in your development. But I bet you don't have 50 monkeys trying to eat you out of house and home. We always picture monkeys as cute and adorable. You know, Curious George and his innocent little smile. But I've been to Africa and monkeys are not nice. Monkeys are conniving thieves. And again, it wouldn't be so bad if they were just trying to fill their tummies. But they're not. We had monkeys in our maize field in Malawi. And these rascals would just come down out of the trees, rip off an ear of corn, take one bite, and then throw it over their shoulder. And then go rip off another ear of corn. Take a bite. Throw it on the ground. It was almost as if they wanted to destroy the crop. Ugh, they're awful. So you may laugh at poor Mongo Diamani, but I take pity on him. And you know, I think, Lord, of all the people that are harassed by monkeys, why your servant? I mean, this is the national preacher taking spare time to go and pray for people and preach in their villages. Why can't the monkeys bother someone else? This is a man of God. I mean, listen to this part of his report. I would like to share with you what God has done in Kippengeli Primary School. I have been going to preach in this school much, but this last year God used me in a big way. The head teacher of this school told me that the children were doing badly in their studies. So he gave me one hour every Friday to pray for the children and teach them the word of God. I asked God a lot to help me so that the children could receive his word in their hearts so that they would be open. I thank God for hearing my prayers. After teaching God's word, I prayed for them to be able to grasp the lessons. In the last year's exam results, at the end of 2022, 
these students did well. Because the students did so well, the head teacher decided to give me more time to teach and preach the Word of God at that school. Currently, he has given me two hours instead of the one hour that I did have. Now I have started dividing the classes into two groups. I see that God has begun to open the hearts of other teachers to know God and His work. Praise the Lord! This man has a ministry of teaching God's Word in a state school in a country where there are two Muslims for every one Christian. You know, I should finish the story about the monkeys. Pastor Damiani wrote, But I thank God when the monkeys saw the sword that I had in my hand, they left. <laughs> you know, Pastor Mongo Damiani's ministry underscores the title of this episode, Variety in Cultures, One Savior. Pastor Mongo lives way out in the bush in the Maasai tribe, but he has found that there is one Savior that delivers from darkness and forgives sins. He preaches that same Savior, the Savior that we have on this side of the ocean, the Savior that died at Golgotha and rose from the dead three days later. I'm grateful that Gospel Inc. has found people to support him. You know what I should do? I should tell him how we got rid of our monkeys in Malawi. Basically, you get a bunch of your best rock throwers, and they surround the tree and throw rocks at the monkeys. Now, this doesn't actually accomplish anything except a lot of noise as the monkeys scream and glare back until one of the sharpshooters actually hits one of the monkeys and knocks him off his limb. Quick as a flash, the monkey is grabbed and watch out, watch out for his sharp teeth, but don't kill him, don't kill him, just hold him down and here, spray him with green spray paint. There you go. Yeah, paint him all over. There, let him go. A green monkey. Oh, and isn't he mad? He leaps back up into the tree, screaming insults at his opponents. But here's what happens. Monkeys identify by sight, not by smell. The tribe in the tree see a horrendous green-colored monkey from Mars, and they're horrified. They jump to the ground. They bound for the next tree, scared out of their wits. Now, green monkey doesn't know any difference. He doesn't know what's happened. He hasn't seen himself in a mirror. So he yells, guys, guys, where are you going? Come back. Don't leave me here with these rock pelters and paint sprayers. Come back. And naturally, he pursues his buddies. Well, this scares them all the more. The green monkey is chasing them and they will scatter for miles trying to escape the green stranger far, far away from the maize field. And that, my friends, is a different culture. But it is also good news. Darkness shall turn to dawning And the dawning to noonday bright And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth The kingdom of love and light If you've ever had an interest in the Maasai tribe, you are not alone. Gospel Inc. has about a dozen men 
who are from the Maasai tribe and who are reaching their people. Great stories, great ministries. God is doing good things. As always, I've posted photos that Mongo Diamani has sent to his sponsors. One where he's teaching at the school. Another in front of one of the churches that he oversees. You can find it at cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. If you'd like to support a Maasai preacher in Tanzania, we have some men that are available. God is doing good things. It's a privilege to be involved. Stay refreshed. <laughs>